to all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to the 30-minute lockdown, where we give you news and views of the NBA and NFL sports world in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Coach Defense, bringing you back to another classic episode of one of my more popular segments on the network, the 30-minute lockdown. Episode 39 is going to be no different. Actually, we're episode 38. Jumping ahead a little bit, but hey, it is what it is, man. I'm excited to bring this topic to you today, man. We're going to talk playoffs. Uh, we're in week 10, and it's it truly pretty much for everybody the midway point of the season. And uh, Coach Curry and I did a segment on uh, Sports Talk on this past Tuesday, and we talked about who we feel like is going to make the playoffs at this point. And the midseason market, we kind of got a good sample size of what we're looking at from an NBA, uh, excuse me, NFL playoff perspective. And we're going to give you our give you our opinions on who we think will make the playoffs. But being as a long show, I couldn't really give the context that I wanted to give context to as to why I feel like these teams are going to make the playoffs, right? So we're going to get into that. We're going to break down exactly who I feel like is going to make the playoffs in each conference and why. And uh, we're going to give you that uh, in detail in detailed order today. So starting off, uh, we're going to get into, like I said, we're going to get into these uh, playoff predictions, midseason edition. Uh, who's going to be in uh, in the playoffs uh, from one seed through the seventh seed? And I'll give you a detailed context as to why exactly I feel that way. So who's in, who's out, and why? So starting off with the NFC, I think the Ravens will be the one seed. Right, I think the Ravens will be the one seed based upon how they're playing. Uh, the two seed will end up being the Chiefs. I think the three seed will be the Jags. I think the four seed will be the Bills. Uh, the fifth seed will be the Bengals. The sixth seed will be the Steelers. And ironically enough, the seventh seed will be the Chargers. And I and I'm gonna get into exactly why I feel that way uh, in detail in, in one just one second. But those that's my order at this moment, this juncture, based upon how these teams are playing, how they're trending, um, and we'll get into exactly how I feel like uh, these teams are going to. Uh, get into the playoffs and and in what manner they're going to do it. So uh first and foremost, like I said, the 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 AFC North will be won by the Ravens, AFC West will be won by the Chiefs, the Jags will win the uh the South, and the Bills will outlast everybody in the East and win the divisions. The wildcard teams will be the Bengals uh at the five seed, the Steelers will somehow still a six seed and the Chargers will somehow still a seven seed. So those are your those are your options, those are your people who and now we get into the why. So starting off with the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens are playing all three phases of football well at this moment. Uh, they got an elite kicker in Justin Tucker. So, I mean, you're probably the, the best kicker in the game at this moment. So, one thing you never have to be concerned with or ever have to worry about is whether or not they can make field goals and win games, right? That's a, that's an added bonus and and, and kind of gives you a little bit of arrogance or hubris, confidence, whatever you want to call it, uh, and knowing that their kicker is always going to be money for you. So, that's one part. But the other two phases of the game have typically been off kilter in some facet. Either the defense hasn't lived up to things, i.e. last season, or the offense has been, you know, maligned with Greg Roman's regime, quote unquote. So they haven't been, you know, dusty good, you know, on top on top of the fact not having the weaponry um to 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 kind of compete in the AFC, especially. So that's been an issue. But here and now, we they've gone out and got weapons. They've gone out and got out Odell Beckham. They drafted Zay Flowers. They got Rashad Bateman back healthy. Mark Andrews is healthy. The O-line has been pretty much intact. Um, and then they went out and, and made a big splash and changed the coordinator finally. Got Todd Munkin out of Georgia, uh, a more innovative and more, uh, I guess you could say, modern play caller. So this defense, this defense is playing at an elite level, that, and the offense is playing great as well. So you're looking at it from a perspective in in a because you can see how you break it down the they have the sixth rank offense and a, the second rank defense. So clearly they have great offense 
elite defense and elite special teams. And to me, if you play in all three phases of football, if anybody is a football person, a purist of, in its own right, you know that having three phases of lockdown and playing at a high level, a top five level on both sides of the ball, that's a recipe for a lot of wins. And they've undressed the Lions and the Seahawks in the last three to four weeks. And it was definitely completely and utterly uh, skewed in the Ravens' direction. Like, it, the game was over early in both cases, in both capacities. And these are good teams. These are good teams. So you can't sit here and say that the Ravens aren't playing the best football in the AFC right now on both on both sides, on both sides. Because, again, you know, it's one thing to play elite defense and be, you know, kind of, you know, sputtering on offense, but they're playing high level on both sides. Like I said, top, top six in offense, top two in defense. If they can maintain that trend, they're going to be tough out. They're going to be tough to beat. I'm sorry. Let's just be real about it. So that's how the, the Ravens get in. Now, the Chiefs at number two is a little bit of a different story. Like, I think they have a steady offense. You know, people are criticizing their offense from a perspective of they aren't the same, right? But numbers-wise, they're right behind the uh, Ravens at, at seven. So it's not as if they're completely falling off the map and they're top or their bottom tier in offense. There's not that. It's just simple fact that they aren't make they're not as explosive and dominant and scoring, you know, 35 points a game like they've had done in the past. So they have steady offense. You know, again, the cha- I still believe that Eric Bienemy is a is a focal point in this changing of this offense and how they were able to get away with not having a, a number one elite receiver last year because Eric Bienemy was you know, scheming up certain things and giving them situational opportunities to allow them to be productive, right, with the receiving core they had. They avoided that now because he's in Washington. So I believe that the offense is taking a step back, but not completely. So they have a steady offense, still got Andy Reid. Matt Nagy is not Eric Bieniemy. I'm just going to say it. He's not him. But, you know, they still have a steady offense, and they still have the ability to kind of kind of tidy that up uh, going into the uh, second half of the season. But ironically enough, the Chiefs have an elite defense. They, they literally have an elite defense. It's that's it, one thing that we have not ever said in the Patrick Mahomes era. We haven't said that. So they're top four in defense. They're like literally number four in elite defense right now. Total defense at number four in the low league right now. That's crazy. Uh, top four defense. Top seven offense, top four defense, and the best quarterback in the NFL. That's going to earn you the number two seed. And I said they only the number two seed because the Ravens are most likely going to you know usurp them and 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 wins when it comes down to uh the standings in my opinion maybe about one game but i think their ravens will take it because i don't see the ravens losing a whole lot of games going forward based on how they're playing very number two the jags by default number three went in the south right i think they'll have the, the next best record in the division winners um i do believe they have an elite offense right now i'm still kind of questioning what's going on with calvin really and trevor lawrence because they got out to a hot start but they kind of been fizzling and they've been really heavy relied on travis Etienne in a run game but i gotta give doug Peterson his credit and this is definitely an elite play caller uh, and definitely calling plays on offense as, as well as anybody in the league. And that's going to win you a lot of games. Now, I still got questions about the defense. That's why I didn't listen. If you watch this on YouTube, I didn't listen to as a defense being a, a component of this. So that's why, one, they're going to be the three seed. And two, you know, it's still one of those things that's kind of, you know, wait and see. Like, where are we truly at defensively? Because they're not they're not in the top tier in, in defense. They're, they're, by, they're middle tier. They're middle tier. They're literally right above the Cardinals as far as total defense. That's not great. It's not great. So, yeah, total defense, it's, it's, it's a work in progress, to say the least. So they're giving up they're giving up some yards on defense. So that's going to be their Achilles heel, in my opinion. However, their offense is elite. The dev- offense is definitely elite. And that's going to, again, you know, in this league, offensive-leaning league, it's going to win you a lot of games. Because, they, again, they're, 
think they're top 15 in, in offense. I think it's 11. I think they're near 11 at this moment. So 11th on offense, bottom tier defense. So again, you know, that's why you had three. I mean, let's just be real about it. So you have one side of the ball figured out, which Doug's Peterson's bag. So that makes sense. But the defense is still a work in progress. So I think that that's going to be ultimately uh, the reason why they get in. Um, all gas, no break on offense, and the defense just kind of bend on break, maybe. Maybe. So I think that's why they get in and they win the three seed. And being the division they're in, it's kind of by default. But again, I'm not taking nothing away from them. I think they're a really good team. I think Trevor Lawrence and, and company, and they got weapons uh, on every facet. O-line is getting better, getting healthy, getting people back for suspension and injury. So they should be, especially coming off a bye, they should be getting things going and picking up the pace uh, going forward. Uh, the Bills. Um, I think really, honestly, and truly, I'm really not high on the Bills, to be honest with you, but the Patriots are dumpster fire and so are the Jets. Um, the Dolphins have been exposed in the last few weeks, um, especially against the Chiefs this past weekend. Um, so I really think, especially based upon the schedule that the Dolphins have, that the Bills are just honest, honest and truly going to outlast the Dolphins and everybody else in the division. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming out of Ravages and, and saving this team at all from the Jets' perspective. So I just think that having the best quarterback in the division, i.e. Josh Allen, and them paying hero ball is going to carry them far enough to allow them to win the division, maybe by one game. But I do believe, because they have their one game uh, ahead of the Miami Dolphins at this point, I do believe that they are going to outlast the, the Jets and the uh, Dolphins in the division. So which ultimately will allow for them to uh, begin to win a division and be the fourth seed in the playoffs. But it might end there because I just don't think they can win but one way. And you take that one thing away, which people have seen, we've seen people do, it's going to be recipe for you losing in the playoffs yet again. Same recipe and same, you know, broken record over and over again for the last three years. So next up in wildcard rounds, the Bengals. Um, and I really don't think the Bengals are here or not in the conversation of winning the division if they get off to a better start. I think the way they're playing football now, I mean, hopefully the Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins or guys are not hurt in long facets. But um, I do believe this offense is taking off. I think they, they're one of the better offenses in the league at this moment. Again, they just got off to a slow start. Um, you know, once Joe Burrow fully got healthy right before the bye, I think two games before the bye, they were they really were hitting their stride. And I really think based upon what they did to the 49ers and last week, you know, even more so uh, to the Bills, they they definitely are looking like a, a really formidable team in the Joe Burrow team that we get got to know and love uh, since he's been here uh, and healthy. So you keep Joe Burrow upright, and their defense to me is very highly underrated. And I think at the end of the season, I'm not going to talk about what their numbers look like now because, like I said, they all they got off to a slow start in every facet. But now they're hitting their stride. So I do believe because of the slow start, it's going to make them a wild card team because they're just too far behind the Ravens. Who to me, again, like I said, they're not going to lose so many games. That's going forward. But I do believe that their elite offense and their underrated defense is going to carry them. And they could be a sneaky and tough out in the playoffs. I'm here to tell you. They might have to play on the road. But I think Joe Burrow's built for that. And if he has his weapons with him, I do truly believe that, that they will definitely be there and be ready to roll when it comes down to the playoffs is concerned. If they face somebody like the Bills, they beat the Bills the first round. <laughs> and the Jags, too. I think they beat the Bills and the Jags handily. Steelers, too. Whoever they play. Anybody that's not named the Ravens or the Chiefs, I think the Bengals beat them. You know, right in here, right here, right now. So the Bengals are are scary, sneaky, sleeper team right now. So if you're better and you want to bet playoff uh, chances in Bengals, I will put my money on the Bengals right now. If I were you, Steelers, I don't know how they keep winning games. I don't know. 
I don't know. All I think I can point it to is coaching. And shout out to Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. That's my guy. It's my frat brother. Everything you want to name, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a Mike Tomlin stand. Probably what you want. But I love Mike Tomlin, and I really think he does a hell of a coaching job, and he's not getting enough credit for it. I mean, yeah, you say, yeah, he's never been had a losing season, and he's barely hanging on, and these quarterbacks he's had, Ben Roethlisberger late, and Kenny Pickett is, is mid and mediocre at best, to, you know, to say the least. I get it. But the mere fact that he has this team winning at the clip they're winning, especially now at five and three, it's, it's nothing short of a miracle. So I definitely give him a lot of credit. And I think they really get to the playoffs in the wildcard spot on pure great coaching and good defense. The defense is, is high up in ranks, and I think it's going to continue to get there. Um, get the numbers are going to go up for their defense as a whole. Um, and then I would also say that, you know, as long as they don't uh, lose themselves games on offense, they will definitely get to the point where they will be there at the end. I do believe that the AFC North gets three teams in to the to the playoffs. I do believe that. I think the Browns are going to be uh, man out just by by sheer default, but because they got to play each other, like the, the the all the AFC North teams got to beat each other up and you know figure it out. You know when it comes down to the idea of them uh, ultimately, uh, you know, uh, you know come, when it comes down to winners and losses. I mean, just put it plain. So somebody got to lose in that division. I think the Browns are going to be the all man out in, in that, but not by much. Not by much. So I think great coaching and good defense is going to get the Steelers in. At, at, at five and three at this moment, they sustain that over the next over the course of the next uh uh you know eight eight guy, nine games or whatever have you. Um, yeah, uh nine games. I think if they go five, if they go five and three in that stretch, they're ten and six, ten and seven, you know, when well, five and three, they have they've had it by they've had it by. So they would go, I would say eleven and eleven and six is their record. And that, that gets you in the playoffs to me. Definitely. Eleven and six. So, lastly, I think the Chargers get in. Um, and this is a bit of a homer pick, but I mean, and I'm also based on the fact that they are trending in the right direction based upon the two games where they kind of would get right games with uh, the Jets game that just happened in the Chicago Bears game but week before that. Uh, the defense is playing sneaky good uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I'm hoping that they can build on it. Now, it's a truly a test and a limits test for this team this week because they play the Lions. Lions are really good. Lions are really good. Now, they're one of those teams that's like the Dolphins are kind of in a more, can they prove themselves against better teams, right? Um, and can they beat teams that could potentially be in the playoffs? Uh, and it's a test for them. It's a test for the Chargers as well. So I do believe, based upon the Chargers' schedule, if they can beat the Lions, they can beat mo- pretty much anybody, maybe outside of the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are a question mark, too, based upon how the offense is running. So if they can beat the Lions, I'm I'm fully invested in they can make the seventh seed. Um, if they don't beat the Lions, you know, and the Raiders are, are trending in a different direction now. The Broncos is maybe trending in a different direction now. If you can't beat the divisional teams and the Lions, then they probably will be out. But if they do everything and play and continue to, to play pr- improve ball from the now until the end of the season, I do believe that they sneak in with a uh, by a game, you know, a tiebreaker, something like that. But it's gonna be close. I think the the Browns specifically and the Dolphins are specifically going to be snipping at their heels for that last wild card spot. But I think that uh, if based upon scheduling, that the, they have tougher schedules. I think the Browns and the Dolphins have tougher schedules holistically down the stretch. So I think that's what's going to not only that the fact that Chargers should trend up, the the other two teams might trend down because of the matchups that they had. So I think that's the only reason why the Chargers get in because they got they got they off to a slow start as well. But steadily improving defense, getting healthy late. They're going to get Josh Palmer back. They got Jalen Guyton back. Uh, you know, you know, guys like that. Um, I don't think Corey Liz is going to make it back. But assuming all things remain the same outside of that, Lola Gilman's healthy now. So I think if you keep everybody, you know, in-house and healthy and, and we start to get better on offense, we can sneak into that seventh spot. So that's my take. 
Um, but, you know, as always, you know, we're talking about uh, teams that are ultimately, you know, uh, going to make the playoffs. And, those, and that's the reason why. Um, but, you know, and I kind of give reasons to why I think fit teams may, you know, have an ultimate downfall. I don't think Ravens have a lot of chinks in their armor. The Chiefs got to get better on offense. The Jags defense is going to be their downfall. Um, the Bills playing hero ball is going to be their Achilles heel. Um, the Bengals, scary. I don't I don't think there's a whole lot of chicks in their armor either. Uh, maybe the run game a little bit. Um, but uh, and the Steelers, their quarterback in their in the offense is going to be their downfall. And the Chargers do what Chargers do, Chargers things, you know, in certain facets. So I think that's going to be ultimately their, uh, maybe their downfall as well um, once it gets to playoff time. And that's the negatives. But but reasons to be why they get in the playoffs are listed clear as day. And I think that's the reason why all these teams make the playoffs. So moving on to the NFC, I think NFC is even more of an interesting uh, uh, gauntlet, per se. Uh, I think the Eagles are the number one seed. I think from here on out, they think, you know, based upon how they play football, they're going to be the number one seed. I think San Francisco figure things out off that bye and kind of gets right back on the wagon and gets things done. Uh, I think they're the two seed ultimately by the end of the season. I think the Lions will be the three seed by winning the North. And I think this, the Saints will be the four seed by winning the South. Uh, wild cards, I think the Cowboys are going to be the fifth seed. Um, and I think that's an easy uh, bet based upon how they're playing. Uh, I think the Seahawks end up being a sixth seed. And the Vikings, ironically enough, I think they're going to be the seventh seed. Based upon how Josh Dobbs has been playing all year and how he came off the street and literally did, you know, wonderful things, literally with no practice, no prep, no no playbook reading practically, you know, no reps with the team at all. Didn't even know people's names in the huddle. I really believe that they can sneak into the seventh seed based upon their division and their schedule uh, down the stretch. So those are my top seven teams, I think, getting the playoffs. Now, here's the why. So the Eagles must like the Ravens, and I said this earlier on Sports Talk on Tuesday, that I think the Eagles and the Ravens are the best two teams in the football right now. I really do truly do believe that they're playing three phases of football as well as, as, as they're playing as well as the Ravens are. They're playing great, great offense. They got a lead defense and they got a lead special teams. I think they all can bank on their kicker. I think the defense got nothing but dogs on it. And I think the offense is, is getting better and better week to week. And I think they're starting to be able to beat you in a multitude of ways on offense. And they just stymie you and stuff you on defense. Uh, I think that's the biggest and most uh, uh, enriching idea that the Eagles have going for them is the fact that they're, they're, they're good and they're getting better as, it's, as time goes on. Because you saw early on in in the, in the season where they were running the ball and being very, you know, I guess you can say basic on offense. And then all of a sudden, you know, A.J. Brown and, and Jalen have a little air quote conversation on the sideline. And all of a sudden, A.J. Brown has four to five games straight where he had over 125 yards and multiple touchdowns in certain facets. So the offense is in passing. When passing circuit started taking off, he started to see Devontae Smith get involved. Dallas Goddard, too, he got hurt. He was starting to get involved in the offense. And they still got the running game. One of the best offensive lines in the league. You know, DeAndre Swift and company are still able to run the ball and get downhill and produce on the ground, as well as the brotherly shove as being the option on short yardage and, and things of that nature. So they score points and they stop you from scoring points. That is a recipe to go a long way in the playoffs. So that's my one seed. Now, the 49ers are my two seed. And I think largely due to the Shanahan system, having an elite defense, one of the better lead defenses in the league, period. I think the Ravens, the Eagles, the Browns, the uh, Chiefs um, and the Ravens, they all got great defenses. And it's its its not even funny how good they play ball on defense, especially in the 
pass-happy and, and offensive-leaning league at this moment. To have such good and elite defenses on, on the, that side of the ball is a rarity, and that's what is going to set you apart in, in large part when it comes down to making the playoffs and getting far throughout the playoffs. So that elite defense, that they just got Chase Young, so they're adding to that. Randy Gregory and Chase Young to that pass rush, which is going to make it even more troublesome for defenses. And the simple fact that, you know, Brock, Brock Purdy is, is, is on schedule. He's a game manager. He's not going to lose your game. So if your defense can carry you, the run game with getting Trent Williams back and getting Debo healthy will get it back to even kill. And, you know, Brock Purdy hasn't been uh, known to lose your games. He'll keep you in them. He'll, he'll, he'll run offense the way he needs to run it. He'll score points. And the system will ultimately drive them to the two seed in a weaker NFC. I do believe that they ultimately figure things out and they will be the two seed in from my predictions. Now the Lions at three, um, they're playing great team ball. I think that's one of the biggest and most glaring things um, that's a positive for this team. Um, they play complementary offense and defense. Like, they literally have steady uh, units on both sides. I really do believe that. Uh, the offense is great. Uh, you know, Jared Goff, you know, mainly when he's indoors, but Jared Goff has been steady and 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 solid throughout this whole entire tenure. He's been in, in Detroit. Um, you know, he's getting the ball to Amaran. They're running the ball well with Jameer and uh David Montgomery, who's about to come back off injury. Um, their defense is playing elite, they're one of the best run defenses in the league. I think, and I think the only thing that's really their Achilles heel is their secondary. I think outside of Brian Branch, they're a little bit they're a little bit thin in the secondary, and they just lost a guy. Uh, who was the what? Maybe they won one A one B corner. So, I think that all they play great team ball. And I think that's the the biggest and most glaring thing that's good about this team. But I think that again, uh, it's going to be where they play and uh, where they ultimately uh, fare when it comes down to passing. Passing defense is going to be the only thing that's going to derail them. But they play great great team ball, very, very complimentary on both sides. The offense complements the defense and vice versa. So I think that's going to propel them to the three seed and winning their division easy. Now, the Saints, I think uh, being the best in the division is going to be their modus operandi when it comes down to them winning the division, right? I think they're going to be uh, good enough to win a division one in this very weak, a very weak division, number one. Number two, they got a great defense. You know, uh, that's, that's that's Dennis Allen's side of the ball, and he's been he's got animals on that side, and they're playing solid f- football, and their offense has been steady. They're using Taysom Hill like a Swiss Army knife. He's he's running. He's playing tight end on the line, off the line. He's playing wildcat running back. You know, so he's throwing passes. So, you know, that component, with along with Derek Carr, and them finally really getting healthy. Michael Thomas is healthy. Uh, Alvin Kamara is healthy. Uh, Olave's there. Uh, Juwan Johnson's back off injury, Kendry Miller. So, you know, and, and Rashid Shahid is emerging. So I think that the the weapons that they have, along with the nuanced offense that they're starting to run, is going to be enough for them to make the fourth seed and be uh, a home game for them in the playoffs. So that definitely will get them to the fourth seed. The five seed is the interesting one. The Cowboys um, have one having the lead defense. I mean, uh, third in the league. <laughs> third in the league in total defense. So they would definitely be... Uh, you know, be carried in large respect from that defense. So the pass rush is crazy. The run defense is crazy. The secondary, although they're missing Trayvon Diggs at this moment, is still elite. So, and I think that 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 elite defense is going to put the offense in the great spots. And I think they win a lot of games when they're in that mode. But if, even if that is not the necessarily case, well, i.e., what they did against the Eagles, and they weren't necessarily you know allowed to uh, dictate the pace, 
the offense is steadily improving. I think Dak is starting to hit a stride. He's had three gay, three gay passing games, three great passing games where he's been uh, throwing the ball and taking care of it. He hasn't been turning the ball over. He has not been – he's been getting the ball to CeeDee Lamb. It's number one receiver at a high clip. So I think the offense is steadily improving. If they can add a component of the run game back into this, will which will make the offense even that much more uh, effective, that will go a long way for them being formidable and, uh, and facing the Eagles one more time before the season's up. And that will kind of give you the litmus test of how good the teams can really be. But regardless of that, their season, their schedule is favorable the rest of the season. And I do believe that they, minus the Eagles game, they got a nice schedule going through uh, to week 18. And I think they will ultimately be the five seed at, at worst. They'll be the five seed uh, going into the playoffs. And the sneaky, scary wild card team. I think them and the Bengals, you should, we need to watch out for as being an upset-minded team in the wild card rounds. Now, Seahawks, um, by virtue of you know a, a really good you know, IE elite defense and a steady running offense, is going to propel them to the sixth seed. I think that they're going to get in. I think San Francisco is going to take the division. I think I don't think they can beat San Francisco at this moment. Um, so that's that's in part why they lose the division. And the simple fact that I think that they will not finish with a slightly worse record than the Cowboys, in my opinion, based upon talent and just scheduling. So I do believe that there will be the sixth seed. Um, and, but again, I think they hang their hat on a good, solid running defense and elite, good, solid running offense and an elite defense. So I do, I do believe that that's going to be the ultimately the reason why they ultimately get the sixth seed. Now, you know, I think that Geno Smith, you know, I spoke about this in, in you know, throughout the week as far as him being the quote unquote, uh, you know, stopping point of this team. I think that his play um, or lack thereof was ultimately going to dictate how well they do in the playoffs. And I really think this team is probably a first-round exit because I just don't believe in Geno being a quarterback that can win you games. He won't lose you games in certain facets, but he won't win games either. And I feel like if you put in a better and more established and elite quarterback on this team um, with the weaponry that they have, the solid O-line, the two solid running backs, three good receivers, you know, you know, and even an athletic tight end and no offense, this offense should be putting up better numbers than they are. And I think Geno is the reason why they don't do that. Um, he's turning the ball over here lately a lot. So I think that's the only reason why they truly don't ascend further or they can challenge the 49ers for the division because of what a quarterback is. And I think they should really look at that at the end of the season, that they should think about drafting a quarterback or going a different direction because that's really going to hold this team back at this point. They need a better quarterback uh, in order to take advantage of this young, cheap, and athletic defense and a solid and inexpensive offense. Because again, once you start paying guys, that's when people got to, you know, find other places to go because you just ain't got enough money to go around. So I think that's going to be the ultimate reason why they finish at six. And they're a wild card team, but that's pretty much my, where it might stop at that point. Um, and lastly, and I think the seventh seed is going to be the Vikings. Um, Josh Dobbs effect is going to be it. I mean, he's been situationally good throughout the season with the Cardinals and the Vikings. I mean, again, the guy came off the street, no practice, no prep, didn't know guys' names, just walked in day one. The quarterback of uh, the backup, he gets hurt, um, like, you know, the first quarter of the game, and he gets thrust into action, and he wins the game. So only with time and having an elite play calling coach will ultimately allow for him to be even better going forward, in my opinion. You're going to get Justin Jefferson back. He's starting to practice. Jordan Addison's still there. Uh, TJ Hawkins is still there. They got Madison. They got a great O-line. I think they're and they're good. They're getting better and they're good situationally from a defensive perspective. And shout out to Brian Flores. So I think they're playing much better defense than they did early on in the season. So I do believe that this team with those combinations, those components can still 
the seventh seed from anybody that's vying for it. I think I think it's up to them and the commanders. And I had to bet right here, right now, with the for commanders in the air quote, you know, pseudo rebuilding mode with them getting rid of Chase Young and Montez Sweat. I do believe that the Vikings will be better down the stretch than the commanders will be, especially in the softer division. So I think the Vikings ultimately steal the seventh seed. And, you know, with Josh Dobbs being a quarterback, you know, you know, shots out of Kirk Cousins. Unfortunately, towards Achilles, hopefully he makes it back. But I think with Josh Dobbs coming in and being a quarterback and them not giving up on the season, allowing them to get him for, you know, very for a very inexpensive price in trade, I think they're right back to uh competing for that last spot in the playoffs. And I think they get it, in my personal opinion. So doom, there it is. So Overall, holistically, just like kind of like what I did with AFC, it's not much, you know, that I didn't discuss already that's kind of going to either propel or hamper these these teams in the NFC. I don't see much chinks in the armor from an Eagles perspective. I think they're really well coached. Then they got a great and and, and a multitude of dogs on on defense that's going to always keep them in it. Office is getting better and better by the week, which is a good sign. Um, it took some time because they switched offensive coordinators, but hey, it's better to you know, it's always good to win games. Uh, in different facets while your offense is getting on track. And then when the offense gets to really, really flourishing, then you're going to be highly unbeatable, in my opinion. So, boom, there there it is. And, and you don't have to uh, worry about certain things being uh, a hindrance from you if you're playing good f- football on both sides. That's just that's just a great that's a great time, great thing to have. It's a great problem to have when you have elite units on both sides. I think the 49ers... Um, only thing that's going to really get in their way is injury and Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy's confidence is shaking in any facet, I think that, you know, they might take a step back. But I think that with Shanahan's system, with them healthy on and they have their weapons and they tackle and, and Brock Purdy getting back to his normal, you know, way of playing football, then I think they'll be right back in and be fine going into it. And they could literally meet the Eagles at the, at the end of this and say that it's up to us to see who's the best team. Lions, I think they're playing really good team ball, but I do think that a secondary and Jared Goff's play away from Detroit is going to ultimately, you know, be the problem for them. Uh, the Saints, same same facet, you know, Derek Carr is a great quarterback. I just don't think he's better than Jalen Hurts at this moment. Um, I would argue that maybe the way Dak Prescott's playing, he might be slightly better. So it really just, it, I think if the Saints and Cowboys met right now, the Cowboys might edge them out. So I think that, um, I think ultimately, you know, um, what you do, on offense is going to against that those elite defenses is going to tell, and I would bet on the Cowboys' offense more so right now than the Saints at this moment. Seahawks, like I said, their problem is is uh is is Geno Smith, and avoid yeah, that. You know, again, I think that's where it stops, and then his ultimate his play or his ability, inability to win you a game like the elite quarterbacks in this league is going to ultimately be their demise. And Josh Dobbs and the Vikings, I just think they're going to be just very happy to make the playoffs. And they they probably won't care after that because they everybody wrote them off. But shots out to Geno Smith, they didn't write back, and they just making the playoffs is gonna be a feat for them. So them getting there is gonna be enough. And after the, if they lose the first round, so be it because nobody had them there in the first place. So those are my lists, man. So tell me what you think in the comments, how you feel about it. Um, as always, you know here's the schedule for the weeks. Um, Sports talking with Christian Kurt on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Wednesdays the Wild West podcast, AFC West podcast at 7:30 on Wednesdays. On this channel, a Lightning Fast Fantasy Podcast throughout the NFL season, Wednesday nights at 9.30. And this show, is always, Thursday mornings at 11 a.m., uh, the 30-minute lockdown. If you need to find me on any uh, platform, social media platform, here's my list. 
Lockdown Divas Sports on uh, Facebook now uh, and Instagram and YouTube. Lockdown Divas Podcast is the YouTube channel. And if you look at me on Twitter, I'm Lockdown Defense. Um, email me at LockdownDivasSports at gmail.com if anything needs to be personally emailed. And, uh, you know, I'll get back to you in short order. But in the meantime, between time, until next week, I'll see you when I see you. Step up and lock it down.